0: Welcome to American Dissident Voices. I'm Kevin Alfred Strom. The old English proverb give the devil his due applies to one great moment of self insight expressed by Jewish con man extraordinaire, Sam Bankman Freed, recently revealed in Michael Lewis's book on him, Going Infinite. In 2018, long before the collapse of his crypto-fraud exchange, FTX, Bankman Freed said to his then-girlfriend, Caroline Ellison, and I quote, In a lot of ways, I don't really have a soul. This is a lot more obvious in some contexts than others. But in the end, there's a pretty decent argument that my empathy is fake. My feelings are fake. My facial reactions are fake, close quote. Wow, walking through life, acting in whatever way gets you what you want without genuine sympathy, just fake sympathy. If it gets you ahead without real honesty, though fake or strategic honesty and frankness, can be employed where helpful. This is the man who paid sports stars like Tom Brady $55 million a year to tell TV viewers that FTX is the safest and easiest way to buy crypto. He has no soul. How true. And not just of Bankman Freed as an individual, but of his entire tribe. This aligns perfectly with what the evidence shows us about that most peculiar parasitic race, the Jews. A race for whom significant racial mixture with their hosts appears not to significantly dilute their essential mental nature over vast periods of time. And which mixture, in fact, may even be necessary for the success of their parasitism. Sam Bankman fried is accused of stealing $10 billion from customers of his cryptocurrency exchange FTX. This is according to federal prosecutors in the heavily Jewish Southern District of New York. The charges against Bankman Freed include wire fraud, securities fraud, money laundering, and conspiracy to commit campaign finance violations. Now, $10 billion is a lot of money. It's possible that no other individual fraudster has stolen as much in all of human history. But it's actually an extremely unrealistic lowball figure, showing us how this slimy con man is going to be given every possible break they can give him. After all, the phony FTT tokens issued by Bankman-Fried's FTX exchange are still being traded in the market. Their nominal value in dollars, when Bankman-Fried was riding high, was over $84 each for a market capitalization of $27 billion. Now their market cap is just $400 million and the token trades for a dollar and change. Do you think that angelic, effective, altruist Bankman Freed skimmed off any of the $26.6 billion difference? Do you think that maybe, just maybe, he might have minted and sold more of those tokens than he reported? And that's just the tokens he minted out of thin air. It doesn't even count the $10 billion in depositor funds that he stole, which seems to be the only thing the courts are looking at. And it also doesn't consider the fact that Bankman Freed once told a reporter that he wouldn't sell FTX for less than $100 billion. And it's now in bankruptcy. By the way, Google's Bard AI still has good and untrue things to say about Bankman-Fried's tokens. Just yesterday, the ultra-genius large-language model said, quote, "...FTT is the native token of the FTX cryptocurrency exchange. It offers a number of benefits to holders, including discounts on trading fees." increased staking rewards, and access to exclusive features. FTT's price surged in 2021 as the cryptocurrency market experienced a bull run. However, the token's price has since fallen sharply, along with the rest of the crypto market. As of today, October 7, 2023, the total value of FTT tokens is approximately $400 million. This is a significant decline from its peak, but it is still one of the most valuable cryptocurrency exchange tokens. Close quote. Wow, what a pile of lies grafted onto the truth of FTT's 98% decline. Actually, it's amazing that some people are still willing to pay money for FTT tokens. Do they know something that we don't? Bankman Freed has been called by various names. When he was promoting himself as a rising super genius of finance and of his fake effective altruism movement, what a typical Jewish inversion of reality, he styled himself as just SBF. Bitcoin journalist and educator Matthew Cratter has called him quite appropriately Sam Bankster Fraud. In the title of this program, I'm calling him Sam Bankman Fiend. In folklore and mythology, the word fiend is often used to describe a malevolent or evil creature, sometimes considered to be lacking a divine soul and often with supernatural characteristics. Now, I don't believe in the supernatural, as everything that exists is natural. But I do believe that Jews are a very strange, even eerie and malevolent expression of the life force. The term fiend is closely associated with demonic entities, malicious spirits, or creatures that are believed to cause harm, chaos, or misfortune. Fiends are typically depicted as antagonistic and dangerous and associated with evil and wickedness, with characteristics like one, malevolence. Fiends are generally characterized by their malevolent and harmful intentions. They may seek to torment, Deceive or lead humans astray, just as Bankman Freed deceived his investors and depositors whose lives were ruined. 2. Demonic or supernatural nature. In many cases, fiends are considered to be of a demonic nature. They may be associated with the devil or other evil forces. Now, I don't think there is any devil. Bankman Freed's tribe made that story up for their own purposes, just like they made up Yahweh and Jesus. But the members of that tribe are creatures for whom much that we instinctively consider evil is just a necessary part of their natural way of life. That's as close to demonic as reality gets. 3. Shape-Shifting Some folklore traditions suggest that fiends have the ability to change their appearance or disguise themselves as humans or other creatures, making them particularly deceptive. Considering that Jews, and DNA analysis proves this, have mixed with the European race to the extent of around 40% or more, Enough to fool all of us some of the time, and some of us all of the time, that they are members of our race, just in some cases with a quote-unquote different religion, which greatly facilitated their rise in our societies, I think it's fair to grant them shape-shifting status. 4. Connection to Evil Deeds Fiends are often linked to various forms of evil deeds, such as causing illness, spreading curses, or inciting chaos and violence. COVID-19, fake vaccines, billions stolen, millions dead, millions yet to die. Need I say more? And that's just the last two years. 5. LACK OF MORALITY Fiends are typically portrayed as lacking moral values and behaving in ways that are contrary to societal norms and ethical principles. Again, need I say more considering Bankman Freed? Need I say more than the name Thomas Goodrich in connection with their crimes in Europe after that continent was laid low? and temporarily defeated in 1945. So, I think that referring to this creature from the pits of hell as Sam Bankman Fiend is more than justified. In fact, it's pretty mild. And it's getting quite obvious that with all the evidence against him, Bankman Freed is going to be convicted of fraud on probably the largest individual scale in history. Though, since he is one of the hyper-privileged tribe and that tribe is going to dominate his trial and the coverage of his trial and control nearly everything we and the jury are allowed to see in every possible way, I predict he is going to be given a relatively light sentence or perhaps a heavy sentence that will be significantly reduced when no one is looking and some other scandal is engaging the attention of the lemmings. His reputation is already being carefully polished by experts. One of those experts is the aforementioned Michael Lewis. Lewis wrote a book in 1989 called Liar's Poker, which, like his current book on Bankman Freed, was published by W.W. W. Norton in New York. Liars Poker was such a good expose of the naked culture of greed on heavily Jewish Wall Street, though Lewis, of course, never blamed the Jews in any way, that Dr. William Pierce sold it for years through the bookselling arm of the National Alliance. Lewis, who has some heavy establishment credentials, corporate attorney father, Princeton, London School of Economics, Salomon Brothers, was reportedly amazed that instead of being horrified by the sleazy behaviors he described, many quote-unquote younger readers, read young Wall Street aspiring Jews, saw the book as a how-to manual to advance their wealth and careers." Now Lewis is getting a softball interview on Jewish CBS's 60 Minutes to promote his suspiciously well-timed book, in which he dismisses the hundreds of thousands of people who saw their savings stolen by Bankman Freed as, quote, A few crypto-speculators in the Bahamas, close quote, which is a brazen lie, whose futures and lives and families really are nothing compared with wunderkind Sam and his grand altruistic plans to save democracy and develop more vaccines and remake the world by doing good. He even claims that Bankman-Fried's fraudulent exchange was a quote-unquote great business that would still be solvent if all those nasty investors hadn't found out about St. Sam's shady dealings and caused a quote-unquote run on the exchange. Just to give you a flavor of how Lewis views the case immediately after Bankman-Fried's arrest. Was Lewis looking into how people had been harmed by Bankman-Fried? Or maybe seeing how Bankman-Fried's academic elite parents were facilitating or participating in the fraud? No, not at all. In Michael Lewis's own words, quote, I drove with Sam's parents to the jail right after he was arrested in the Bahamas, and in those moments with them, I felt like they thought I might be able to offer them advice, Lewis told Sixty Minutes. Barbara, his mother, on the way to the jail, she asked me, Tell me something to make me feel better. And I said, You'll be amazed at how adaptable you are. You'll be shocked by the ability of your mind to adjust to the circumstances and continue on. Deeply moving, I'm sure. This is who we should be sympathizing with. Jews and the families of Jews, with millions upon millions of other people's money squirreled away somewhere, are the real victims here. Clearly, Michael Lewis is firmly on the dark side now, if he ever really left it. Lewis also plays to the liberal fool audience perfectly when he emphasizes that the ever-thoughtful, lovable nerd Bankman Freed quote, saw Donald Trump as an existential threat to our democracy, close quote. Fried is always thinking deep thoughts, you see, and like the great philosopher and philanthropist that he truly is, trying to use his wealth and his superpowered brain to fight threats wherever they may be. You really have to watch this dreck to believe it. This Niagara of lies and revelations is all to the good, I say the nature of the Jewish cryptocracy, which misrules us, is becoming more and more well-known. As fawning pieces of excrement like Michael Lewis bend over like gymnasts on Adderall for the tribe, their true nature is coming out too, and lists are being made. Until next week, this is Kevin Alfred Strom reminding you of the words of Richard Berkeley Cotton. Freedom is not free. Free men are not equal. And equal men are not free.